Blog Talk Radio.
Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we have come too far to turn back now. We thank you for your leading and your guidance. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for all the gifts that you have bestowed on us, your people. And we ask that you keep us, Lord, in your care. Bless each caller today, no matter where they're calling from. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm going to begin with a scripture, if I may, uh, callers and, and brothers and sisters. I heard my own sister uh, in the in the uh, in the amens, and God bless you today. And I'm going to begin by reading the scripture. Amen. And this scripture should make some, this scripture should touch, it, 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 this scripture should hit, hit home to somebody because God is talking about you. Yes. Amen? Amen. And it's found in Genesis chapter 126, and it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth. Let them have dominion over all the earth. He's talking to you. I'm talking to that one man who the devil has made mad. God's trying to make you glad. He created you to have dominion over all the earth. If that don't make you shout, I don't know what will. You see, we're not just on here. We're not just on here providing religious entertainment. Praise the living God. We are having church, and in church we exchange things. Amen. We exchange. Amen. We're exchanging the bad for the good. Amen. So Jesus says, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest." He wants to take all the bad stuff away from you right now. And whether you're sitting in your house or in a friend's house, amen, that's technical. But spiritually, you're sitting in the house of the Lord. So now it's time for an exchange to take place. Give God everything that's not like him. And in exchange, he's going to give you everything that is. Ooh, glory. I like that myself. If I had music to that, I could sing that. <laughs> Praise Go God, ahead. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants to take everything away from you that's not of him in exchange for everything that is. He said, let us make man in our image. God is making, God has made mankind in his image. God is not ashamed of man. So why should man be ashamed of God? God is not ashamed, amen, to praise mankind, his creation, mankind. So why should we be ashamed to praise God? Hallelujah. 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 Church is supposed to be a place of worship. Amen. We are acknowledging God. We are recognizing his glory, his majesty, his honor. And when we come to church, amen, it's all right to be on fire. For the Lord, 
It's all right to let the fire of the Holy Ghost take over. That's what's supposed to happen. When that doesn't happen, I'm wondering what's wrong with that church. I assure you, amen, even though we're on the telephone, the yes. Spirit of the Lord is in this place. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place, and he's changing things. He's rearranging things. He's moving things. Amen. He's advancing us. He's elevating us, those who believe. And if we don't believe, praise the living God, amen, we can just stand by, amen, and be spectators. But it's time out for being spectators. It's time to be participators so we can grow. And we can receive the glory of the Lord and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over fish, the fowl, the cattle, and over all the earth. That means everything on earth we have been given supreme authority of, because that's what the definition of dominion is, supreme authority. And I know those of you who have been with us for a while, you've heard this before, and I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping against hope that maybe somebody who hasn't been with us before may be hearing this for the first time. And it may change, and, and, and hopefully it'll change their lives forever. How many know when you're handling God's business, you're doing things that involve forever? Amen. 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 We're, not just, we're not just up here playing with this thing. This is almighty God's business, and God deals in eternity. He speaks from eternity, and he deals with eternity, and he leads us into eternity with him. That's our destiny. Hopefully someone will hear this and it will change their life forever. Somebody may not have felt like they were worth a dime. And I pray you're on the line right now because nothing could be farther from the truth. I don't care what has happened to you. I don't care what they said about you. I don't care what they did to you. This is what God, your creator, has to say about you. When he made you, praise the living God. And I know you've been through some things, but when he made you, he made you in the image and likeness of himself, not by accident, but by choice. My God, my God. He did it by choice. He did it because that's exactly the way he wanted us to be, and that's still the way he wants us to be, and he sees us like that, we need to see us like that. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. God sees us that way, why don't we see ourselves that way? Why don't we see each other that way? God sees you, God sees you in the image and likeness of himself. Amen. The image and likeness of himself is grace because he's gracious enough to make you just like him. And God is total perfection. And how many know God made you to be perfect in total perfection just like him? I would let this scripture go, but I can't let it go. 
Yes. Amen. Because the Spirit won't let me. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 The Spirit won't let me. Because there's too much need out here. We've been losing battles that we're supposed to be winning. We've been losing things that we're supposed to be gaining. We, 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 we have been the tail and not the head when we were made to be the head and not the tail. We were made to be above only and not beneath. You find that in Deuteronomy 28, and all we have to do is just learn to obey God's voice, and that's where we'll be. You won't have to lose when you're the head and not the tail. You only lose when you're the tail and not the head. And we all have been losers. No need to deceive ourselves. We've all experienced what it, what it, what it means to be a loser. Why don't we just be for real about it? And then we can do something. Yes. Then we can change it around. Because we have the word of God, amen, to help us and to lead us and to guide us. And all we have to do is follow what the word says do. Amen. This is how God made you. This is how God made me. This is how God made us all. In the image and likeness of himself. Hey, listen, if you ever want to get something right, you got to go back to the beginning. It pays to go back to the beginning, amen, if you want to fix some things. Amen. you got to go to the foundation. So we need to make this our foundation. We need to make this a foundational teaching. It needs to be reviewed on a regular basis so people can know exactly how God created us to be and how he intends us to be even right now. I'm having fun with this. And you know why? Because I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the comforter. I feel the Spirit of the Lord saying, teach my people, because they've been misled for too long. And it's time out for being misled. It's time to walk in the ways of God. Amen. We talked about that some months ago, walking in his ways, walking in his ways, walking in his ways, the Bible says. And we studied scripture on top of scripture that talked about walking in God's ways. And it's difficult for people to walk in God's ways if they don't know that they were made exactly like God. Have you wondered why? Have you wondered why that, that that we as the people of God are not able to do godly things? I'm talking to the church. I'm talking to everybody on the line, and I'm talking to everybody that's not on the line. That needs to be church. We have yes. so much power. We have so much potential. We have so much position in God. Yes. That the only Amen. kind of thing we're supposed to be doing are godly things. Yes. And I'm not just speaking I'm not just speaking as it relates to behavior. I'm talking about I'm talking about accomplishments and achievements. Anybody can act godly, but then turn around, they can't do nothing. They have no power. Godliness gives you power. And we have power to turn things around. We have power to change things. Don't you get tired of watching the news and seeing all these unnecessary things taking place? Oh, yes. 
When are we going to stop letting the news be our entertainment? Casualties are not entertaining. No. It's time that we start using that power that we have. The power that we have is greater and higher than any power that's in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Listen, I want want you to forget about everything else. I can't do this unless I do it on fire. Because if I can't make a difference, then I can't do it no more. We've got to make a difference. We we have to make a difference. We have to be Jesus Christ followers. Yes. Everywhere Jesus went, he made a difference. Everything he did, he made a difference. We're supposed to make a difference as people of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. God made us just like him, not for nothing, but for something. He didn't make us just like him so we could be statuettes. He made us just like him so we could be give him the glory in everything we say and everything we do. We have been given assignments, praise God. Everything has changed now. Sin separated man from God. Thank God that he didn't leave it that way. Thank God that he decided to do something about it. What he did about sin was radical, real radical. He gave his only begotten son. Go with me, if you will. Amen. I'm going to read one more verse in Genesis, verse 27. It says, it confirms it. It says, so God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him, male and female. He's talking about the ladies too. He say he's talking about males and females. We're all made just like God. Praise God. Male and female created he them. I'm gonna make an appeal to you. Can we stop playing around with this thing? And can we be the real 22nd, 21st century church in 2022 and start doing things based on how we were created and how we were made instead of based on what folks say we are and what circumstances say we are and what conditions say we are? Why don't we start doing things based on what the creator says we are? And the creator says he made us just like him. I'm not scared to say that. I'm reading it right in my Bible. Nobody's going to jump on me. I said that. And no one will jump on you because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Brother, you sound like you're on fire today. You're right. I am in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Praise the living God. Looking right at what God is saying about me. I'm looking right at I'm looking right at how God describes me. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, make some more gods, and replenish the earth and subdue it, and have supreme authority over it. Have dominion over it. 
over everything, the fish, the fowl, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Praise God. What else do we need? Joshua 18 and 3. Go there with me quickly. In Joshua 18 verse 3, a question is raised. And it's a good question because because it, 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 it really makes you ponder over what we've just read. The question is being asked. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are you slack to go to possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given thee? The New Living Translation says, Then Joshua asked them, How long are you going to wait before taking possession of the remaining land the Lord, the God of your fathers, of your ancestors, has given to you? How long are we going to be slack before we start walking like people created in the image and likeness of God? We don't have to wait on anybody's approval. We don't have to wait on anybody's permission. You don't have to run it past brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. They don't know like God knows. God said it's okay. I made you this way. Begin thinking it. And as he thinketh in his heart, so is he, the Bible says in Proverbs. You got to think it first, and then you can be it. You know, you know, this would be a good opportunity, probably to have some, 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 you know, some little la di da di da type sermon, and, and all that. But there's too much tragedy going on around me. There's too much tragedy going on in the news. The world is coming apart at the seams, while the church is playing la di da di da. We don't have time to play games. We are the powerhouses of the earth. We are made in the image and likeness of God, and he's depending on us, praise the living God, as we depend on him. He needs us. We have responsibility. Go to first, go to Second Corinthians. I've got some time. Go to Second Corinthians. People say, you sound like you're angry. I'm angry at the devil. So, you, so should you. Second Corinthians chapter chapter five. God is so wonderful. Hallelujah. God is so. Did I say? Did I say Second Corinthians chapter five? I, I apologize. Chapter seven, please. Hold it! Hold it! Hold it! You know, every now and then I have to run it. Every now and then I have to run it past my my uh, my counselors here. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. How many are ready for a change? Amen. Because 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 if you are, Amen. I'm appealing to you. And if you're not, I'm politely saying you might as well just go ahead and do something else today for the next few minutes because we're talking about change. Second Corinthians five, chapter seventeen. I mean verse seventeen. Thank you, thank you. It says what happens if any man be in Christ. 
If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. You know, you know what happened? God made man to be just like him, but the devil was standing by, and he decided, I'm going to tempt man. That's what he did to Adam in the garden. And, and God had made earth to be a paradise. And the devil got in, the earth became a catastrophe. It's still a beautiful place, but he's trying his best, amen, to tear this place apart. Always yes, has. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. And so he started with Adam, and so he caused sin to come into the picture, because before sin came into the picture, amen, man was a godly being. But sin separated man from God. Sin did. Sin separated man from God. The place we were supposed to be in, ever since we were little imps, little children, amen, we, we couldn't exactly because sin had put distance between us and God. So God said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world again that he gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever believeth on him shall not perish. How many know the wages of sin is death? It is, it is. Even if sin looks cool, sin is not cool. The wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is everlasting life through Jesus Christ. So he said, I'm going to fix it so they can get out of these positions that they're in. I don't want mankind in the sin position. I didn't create man to be in sin. I didn't create man to be any different than me. I didn't create man to be separated from me. I created man to be attached with me. I created man to be how I am and where I am. I created man to be just like me. Amen. So I'm going to fix this thing. I'm going to send my only begotten son. And I'm going to turn this thing around, and I pray that I'm going to give them an opportunity to make a difference and to make a change. And we're talking about that change. Second Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, and you know, and you know, there's not enough conversation about inviting Jesus Christ to come into your life, but... We need him in our life. We need to be in him, and he needs to be in us. And he's willing to. All you have to do is get on your knees and pray and say, Lord, come into my heart. Come into my life. And then when he does, do whatever he tells you to do, praise God. Not, no longer can you do your thing because your thing is out the window now. Now you're doing everything he does. And that's the plan of God. That's the will of God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, verse 17 says, he is a new creature. Now we're back like we used to be. Now we're back the way God created us. He said, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. He says, in all things, meaning all things about us, the new creature, all things are of God. How many know everything about you now in Jesus Christ is of God? Yeah. You've been restored. You've been rejuvenated. Praise the living God. You have a reason to celebrate. Everything Amen. about you, you, is of God. Amen. Amen. There's nothing about you now that's not of God. Because my Bible says, in all things, 
are of God. That's a reason to celebrate. All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, that's good news. That's good news. That's laughable good news. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. He has reconciled us to himself. The New Living Translation. And all this newness of life is from God who brought us back to himself through what Jesus Christ did. What did Jesus do? Go down to verse 21. This is what God did. Sin was the issue. How many know the wages of sin is death? Come on, somebody say something. The wages of sin is death. Yes, yes, yes. The wages of sin is death. In other words, in order for sin to be paid for, somebody's got to die. Amen. And so and so the wages of sin is death. So the only way God can get us back in the place that we that we that we used to be out of sin is if somebody died. And that's what Jesus did. He died on the cross. Not for his own sins, but for ours. Amen. He died on the cross for the sins of the whole world. They're they're committing sins right now. Sin is being created right now. If you turn on your news, you may see something that says live on television, and you just may see sin being committed right before your eyes. And Jesus died to overcome sin. He paid the price for it, and he paid it in full. He's not making installments. Sin is paid for. All you have to do is invite him into your life. All you have to do is receive, amen, what he did on Calvary. And all you have to do now is just follow him. I like verse 21 because it breaks it down. In verse 21 of chapter 5, it says, For he, talking about God, made him, talking about Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin. That's amazing. Imagine this. Jesus Christ is total innocence. That's what he is. Total perfection, total innocence. The Bible said he knew no sin. Sin has never been a part of his program. But he became sin. He didn't become a sinner. That wouldn't have been good enough. He became sin in totality. He became sin on the cross in totality. He became all sin on every level. That's what Jesus Christ became. He had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He made total innocence become total sin. So we who were totally in sin could become total righteousness. And how long are we going to play with this thing? Got a whole wardrobe full of clothes and brand new suits 
and all the best of everything, and you still walk around with holy blue jeans and holes in your shoes. And there's no need for that. You got the best of everything. It's time to change. Yes. It's time to put on your new garments. Yes. 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 They've been paid yes. for in full. And not just paid for, but a high price was paid for them. It's called the grace of Almighty God. What Jesus did for us, he did it not because we deserved it, but he did it because God so loved us. And now we have a new garment to put on. The Bible says, for as many as have been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Yes, it's time for us to put on Christ. It's time for us to put on his righteousness. It's time for us to start walking, amen, in him. Colossians 2 and 6 says, as we have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. No need to wear sin any longer. Put on Christ. You'll be walking in righteousness. You'll be walking in perfection. You'll be walking in innocence because sin has been paid for. It's been atoned for. You don't owe anything for the sins you committed. The blood of Jesus has washed away all of our sins. My question is, my question is, Today is the day of salvation. We were made and been given dominion over all the earth, God said. It's time for us to get back into our original position. And thankfully, by the grace of God, through the blood of Jesus Christ, and by our faith, we can be restored back to that place. And, and, you know, somebody needs to hear this because there are a lot of people right now who think life is just hopeless. They think they have just done so much wrong, there is no way, no how, that they could ever, amen, be atoned for. There is no way, no how, that they could ever turn back what they've done. But God is so gracious and so loving, he's willing to take all that you've done and if you exchange it right now to be washed by the blood of Jesus Christ, all of those sins, according to God, will be forgiven. Amen. Now, man still may try to point the finger at you, but man didn't create you. Folks may still have something to say, but folk didn't create you. In the eyes of God, amen, you are forgiven. Why don't we start walking, amen, like people of God? Why don't we start walking like new creatures in Christ, where, where all things have become new, where all things have passed away? Let that old stuff go. You don't need it no more. Let's start walking like new creatures in Christ. And let's do it right now today. And let's start following Jesus. How many know when you follow Jesus, the only place you'll end up in is victory? Yes, amen. Praise amen. the living God. Now, if you don't want victory, don't follow Jesus, because you'll be going in the wrong direction. But if you want some victory, you just follow Jesus. God's yes. people have been like lost sheep for much too long. It's time to turn that thing around now. Amen. It's time out for being lost sheep. Go to 1 Kings. 
chapter 22, verse 17. I love the word of God because it's free of charge. Amen. All you have to do is turn to turn to the page and read it. First Kings chapter twenty-two, verse seventeen, and this is what the word says. And he said, "I saw all Israel. That means the people of God. Amen. That means you and I scattered mm-hmm. upon the hills, just lost." as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man unto his house in peace. Just go home because you don't have any you don't have anyone to lead you. You have no one to follow. Amen. We talked the other day, Amen, about follow me. Amen. And how we have to follow Jesus. If you want to go the right way, just follow Jesus. Yes. If you want to go the right way, just follow Jesus. I don't care what you've been doing, even up to right now, even up to this moment. I adjure you. I beseech you. Follow Jesus. From now on, follow Jesus. Don't do anything without Jesus leading you. Amen. You can call on his name 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and he's never too busy to talk with you. He's never too busy to give you directions. Call on the name of Jesus. How many know we have to follow Jesus? Yes, yes. Amen? What happens when you follow Jesus? What happens when you follow Jesus? Listen to this, Brother Lewis. This might help us a little bit.
Just follow mm-hmm. Jesus, man. And the beauty is, well, while the song was while the song was being played, I, I, I'm singing it along with the song, and I'm looking right at my son, and he's singing it too. Praise God. And and I hope he's getting the message. Follow me. And we want to be something, amen, so our children can see that they can follow us, amen. As we follow Jesus into victory, and if we follow, as we follow Jesus, because now as we follow Jesus, we can do the things Jesus does. How many know what a real follower is? A real follower is not just an observer. A real follower is a participant who is doing exactly what the leader is doing. You all used to play follow the leader. You know what I'm saying. You have to do what the leader is doing if you're a good follower. And we have to do what Jesus is doing. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Matthew chapter 5 tells us about Jesus. He's got it like this. Amen. And God wants us to have it like this because that's why he gave us his only begotten son. Amen. So we can have something. So we can do something. So we can be something. Amen. Matthew 5. It tells us about how Jesus operates, and he means business. Jesus means business. Matthew chapter chapter 4, rather. Matthew chapter 4, verse 24, verse 23. And it says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, chapter 4, verse 23, in the book of Matthew. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues. Come on, we got to get this word out, everybody. Praise the living God. That's why we're on the line right now. We're teaching, praise the living God. We don't have a synagogue, but we got the blog talk radio. Yes, amen. Teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Letting the world know, amen, that the kingdom of God is in you. Praise the living God. And that's your new position. That's your new job. You are kings and priests unto God. Amen. And healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. That's what Jesus does. Amen. And as we follow Jesus, we, we, we're supposed to do the same things he does. Praise the living God. The Bible says, and his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those, and, 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 and those that had the palsy, and he healed them, all of them. That's what Jesus does. So when we follow Jesus, he gives us the power to do the same thing he does. He gives us the direction to do it just like he does. He makes us his disciples, amen. Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10, verse 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, that's what we are as followers. We are his followers now. We are his disciples. As he called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. He gave them the power to do the same thing he does. Amen. And he's given us the power to do the same thing if we follow him. Yes. If we follow him, praise the living God. Amen. We all have suffered loss 
Amen. We all have suffered losses in this life, in our time, and, 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 and we mourn for those losses. But now we're being reminded that Jesus is saying, you can do something about it from now on. Amen. I'm giving you the power to rearrange things and to turn things around from now on. And this is our day of salvation. Why don't we go ahead right now and make up in our minds we're going to change some things. But we have to first be willing to change ourselves. Let's follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. Brother Lewis, I'm turning it back over to you, sir. Amen and amen. Well, in the meantime... Praise God, Hallelujah! He may have he may have stepped out of the room. We're 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 not exactly in the same place. He's only about twenty five hundred miles away from me right now, so I can't really speak for him. But in the meantime, if anybody has a prayer request, you know we all need some prayer. The line is open. The line is open. If you have prayer requests. Questions, comments, anything you want to say about following Jesus, anything you want to say about being made in the image and likeness of God, because he's given us dominion over all the earth. Yes, now is the time. Yes, Lord. You know what? Oh, go, go right ahead, please. Yes, I'd like to pay for all the people in the world. We're going through a lot of uh, discontent right now. And... The world needs saving, but everybody's not listening. Everybody's not following. And we need to pray for them to follow Jesus. Amen and amen. And we do, and we will, and we certainly will, sister. And I'll tell you something. Everybody doesn't know Jesus, but we do. And I'm talking about the people of God. And Jesus Christ has classified us as the light of the world. So so we let our light shine. Even those who don't know him, and we're praying for him right now, but even those who don't know him will be attracted to him because they'll see his light shining in us. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. It's part of our responsibility. We want to make a man a difference. We want to make a difference, praise God. And the only way we can is to let our light shine. But we pray for him right now because, like you said, the world is seemingly coming apart. But amen. But it's not too late to pray. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus, in the name that's above every name, we pray right now, amen, that God will fix things and will give us, amen, amen, the power to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. I hear hear voices on top of voices. and, And please, please. Please, please join in. The line is open. Good, good morning, good afternoon. This is Marcia. Oh, good, after, good, after, good afternoon to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, yes, I, I just need um, continued prayers for James and Alyssa. Uh, James is out now. And, uh, he's He's no longer incarcerated, but he needs a lot of prayer because I'm just concerned about all the temptations that are coming to him. He did not want to go into a rehab, so he's in a sober living. 
so um, I just, he, he needs continued prayers, and maybe we can get him on the show next week. Oh, praise the living God, amen. And you know what? I have, I have, I'm still on the line right now. If you can make contact amen. with him, have him call in right now. I'll amen. try. I'll try. Can anyone hear me? I can hear you well, brother. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm back. I don't know what happened. Amen. Well, I thought you were maybe doing something with your convertible. I don't know. I I, I tried to <laughs> I tried I tried to host while you were gone. I did the best I could. Well, I had to go and check on my 1972 Eldorado with tuck and roll seats convertible. Oh, against okay. The wall. Okay. Go okay. Well, that's good. Well, I'm hope everything is all right. Yeah, technical difficulty. I got it though. <laughs> technical. Listen, you know, this is what I discovered, and 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 you, this is this is a point of interest. The other day, and this is what we do, you know, we 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 live by the Great Lakes up here, so you can go up to the lake. They have parks where you can go up there and just watch the different things that go on, and the scenery is just incredible. And when I was reading about how God gave us dominion over the fowls of the air, everything, I, I my mind went back to that seen just about two or three days ago. The wind was blowing horrendously. I mean, it was a real, real windy day, but we decided to go up and just kind of sit for a few minutes, had a little extra time, and meditate a little bit by the lake and watch the scenery as, 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 as the wind was blowing the water and all the different birds and everything were flying. It was so interesting to see. I saw Canadian geese. I saw everybody. All the birds were doing their thing. I got to make this point. All the birds were doing what birds do, naturally. They weren't asking anybody's permission to do it. They were just naturally doing what birds do. I looked up in the sky, and I saw a bird right next to my car, and this bird was a seagull, and he had his wings wide open. I showed it to my wife, and he was just letting the wind that was blowing him, blowing up underneath him, just cause him to hover. And I'm wondering, what in the world is this? How can the birds be so exact? And we're running around here like people that are lost. Yeah, when are we yeah. going to start walking like people who have been given dominion over all the earth? Please, let's let it start right now. It's time out for anything other than that. Let's follow Jesus. He'll show us how to do it. He's, a, he's an expert of doing everything God wants us to do. I'm done for the evening. I'm done for the day. God bless you all. Turn it over to Brother Lewis. All right. You guys still hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. God bless everyone out there. We'll be back next Sunday right here on Blog Talk Radio. Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Tell a friend, tell a kid, to come on and join on in every weekend, Sunday. 11 on the West Coast, 2 on the East Coast, and 1 in the middle. See you next week. Where would I be?
Give unto me. Give unto me. 